Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch the way through Sex and the City and the movies connected to it for the first time ever, mostly. Holiday I'm edition. Holiday edition. My name's Kevin James Doyle, and I'm the writer-director of holiday 2005 film, The Family Stone. Wait, you directed The Family Stone? Tell me what it was like. Well, first off, I saw that Six in the City was ending, and I wanted to write a role for, for Sarah Jessica Parker in, the, in order for her to be Carrie Bradshaw only different. This was after you lost all the funding for Crocodile Dundee 3. <laughs> Correct. You call that a knife? <laughs> you call... You anyway, co- my name is John Sieber. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin. I didn't direct or um, write it. Okay, so we are doing... The it's Family a, Stone. Well, we're, we're talking a, about the holiday movie, The Family movie, Stone, the which family stars stone. which stars Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. SJP or something. So my you, first question. Well, the reason why we chose it, because of ahead. SJP. Yeah. Yeah. But also because it's it's Katie, the voice of the Bradshaw Boys. It's her favorite holiday movie. She loves it. She watches it every year. Uh, there's a group of five of them. They get caviar and champagne. Oh, my god! And they watch Family Stone. And I am not in, allowed to come. Uh, one time they were watching it. And I think I was on my uh, my phone too much, and uh-huh. so I got uninvited. And I'm not. They're very serious. You have to cry. Have you, you can't come back? Have you? Have you ever cried because they didn't let you go to the every movie? year? Well, then they should that's, let you in. That's why we're doing this because I wanted someone to watch the Family Stone. No, it's not that you have to cry. You have to cry at the correct time. You yeah. couldn't just start bawling and be like, "That looked like such a good yeah. souffle." You can't be watching Lion King <laughs> on your iPhone just bawling when Mufasa dies. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So my question is. Have, had you all seen The Family Stone before? I had never seen The Family Stone before, and I did not realize the amount of people that had seen this movie before. Kevin, have you seen The Family Stone before? I have. Okay. And I uh, once watched it while well, I was, I think, on my phone, which is why I couldn't come back to Family Stone night. So just like Sex and City, it's for the uh, first time ever, mostly. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah and and we already watched it. We're not going to take a break. We're not going to take we'll a go break. Go back and watch it. We watched it. Uh, and you know, if you guys want to uninvite me next time, cause I had world Warcraft open in another window while watching family stone, that's just lame. 
Yeah. You guys. I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to uninvite you. I did make a comment where I said this was more a comment on media and television and cinema. Now you were watching on your computer while you had World of Warcraft on, and you tabbed over to a legal document <laughs> that you were like messing with, and I was like. That's the that's that's the way a movie was meant hey, to man. be watched. I mean, while you're playing while you're playing an an RPG, MMORPG, yeah. MMORPG, and looking at legal documents. Yeah. I think that uh, as much as I enjoyed aspects of this film, um, I think you can you can be playing World of Warcraft and get the gist. It's true. Of the family stone. Yeah, There's true. some movies that you can play World of Warcraft and understand. You probably want to turn off WoW if you're watching Schindler's List. That's what I read that Martin Scorsese thing. He's like, The Irishman is meant to be watched in the theater or without your phone in a quiet room. But if you're watching Family Stone, play an RPG. It's fine. And I was MMORPG. Like, Whoa, what a weird, what a weird shade for Martin to throw on. Totally. It's actually Sarah Jessica Parker said that in an interview. Yeah. She said, if you want to watch Family Stone, it's completely okay to play your level 13 paladin at the same time. I watched it the way the guy is forced to watch movies in Clockwork Orange. I had people tie me to a, <laughs> I had people tie me to a chair and pry my eyes open. And that's yeah. how I saw the entire movie. Well, it does have I mean, it's it's interesting because it does connect with it must have a huge fan base because um one of the writers at Jezebel and Vulture, Bobby Finger, is a huge fan of it. And then there's another Bobby writer. Things. Do you know him? I know Bobby Fink. He's, he's a funny dude. He's hilarious. Um, he's a fantastic writer. But I don't uh, know him. I like his name. He's he, got a great name. He's the finger. Him and then they, one of his friends <laughs> really? ended up. One of, one of my friends always <laughs> thought his name was Bobby Fingers, which makes him sound more like a mob guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, hey, Bobby Wait, Fingers. real name Bobby Finger? Real name Bobby Finger. Oh, yeah. man. The yeah. Finger family. Finger family. The finger family, the, f- the family, the family finger. finger. That's that would be his. Christmas All right, so movie. we we totally so, interrupted. But you. he interrupts Sarah. He gets to, they get to interview him. Um, got to he interview thinks. Sarah Jessica Parker like all about it. And Sarah Jessica Parker, it was very clearly a. I just did this movie, and then she moved on with her life, and then it built this little cult, um, cult of personality and everything because, or just cult around the movie because she in the interview we read the whole thing, and she was very clearly like a few questions that they have. And she's like, I'm really sorry. You have to remind me. Do you think so, that's how she is with a lot of her media, though? She, or do she you think- did say that she doesn't read reviews. I wonder if she doesn't watch a lot of the stuff that she's in. I don't know, though. I mean, I bet the show Divorce, she's like, an, I, I bet with Divorce and Sex and the City, probably not. because She's a producer on those shows, too. And and it's just, I mean, uh, this is 2005, 13, 14 years ago, but also she's probably more prepared for sex in the city interviews all the time to be like, mm-hmm. they're going over most of the main stuff. Sure. Um, when we talk to her, she's just going to be like, Shmuel who? We'll yeah. like, <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about Richard's gap. Okay. So, <laughs> so the tooth, the tooth gap, they put an entire Christmas tree in did it. Did you film scenes with Richard? Did you put a popsicle stick in there? No. Okay. Okay. So right, most of the people that watch the, the, I don't know. Well, most people, I was going to have John do a, a, a okay. Okay, and then I have a question for you guys about the movie. Yeah, which is like... All right, so my... my Spoiler warrior alert. was running through barrens while this was happening. I just want to let you guys know okay. I was on a quest to find Mankirk's wife um, and deliver her a uh, lion pelt. Um, that's what was happening in a while. But Family Stone, you have uh, Meredith, who is meeting the Stone family for the first time. Meredith she, played by Sarah uh, Jessica Parker. She's uh, dating Everett. 
they they meet each other. She comes, meets the family. Not a nice family. We'll talk about that. Yeah. You have the mom, Sybil. You got the young sister, Susan, I think. You got another sister. You got Luke Wilson wearing sweatpants. Uh, and just the whole family. You got Coach, Craig T. Nelson, plays the dad. And they're not super nice to her. She's like a little bit wound up. She clears the throat a little bit too much, but still. Uh, they're not super nice to her. They have a, they have a gay son who's deaf. Uh, so like, there's a lot of siblings, right? Everett, Susan, There's too. Everett, the Everett, Rachel McAdams, brother. Luke. Uh, Deaf Luke, brother, and then the other. And there's the five, other, and the other. Okay, so there's five siblings. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're pretty productive. Over, I think it's because Everett was like the golden child of the family, or something. Yeah, um, he, I believe he's the oldest. He seems like it. Yeah, so and he just has such a such an attractive side smile. Yeah, just like one of those like. <laughs> you can't see it, but you can just through <laughs> like that. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? What's his uh, name? Dylan McDermott. Dylan, Dylan McDermott. No, Dylan Mulroney. Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Dermot. Der- oh no, no, no. It's, it's Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, yeah. What is Dylan McDermott in? Dylan McDermott was in. The practice, uh, right? He, yeah, and he was also in uh, Grey's, I believe. Dermot Mulroney, different actor. Anyway, continue, John. So, yeah. She, she's wound up a little uh, tightly. She clears her throat. Her family's not really loving her, so she calls her sister, uh, played by Claire Danes, to come kind of be with her. Um, and uh, her... Boyfriend, played by Everett, Sarah Jessica Quare's boyfriend, falls in love with her sister, and she ends up falling in love with uh, Luke Wilson's character. Uh, they find out that the mother has cancer, very sad, and uh, hilarity and sadness ensues. And uh, yeah, that's that's my that's kind of my synopsis. Did I miss anything there? No, I think I think that was a good setup, and then uh, things get wild. We'll 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 cover the plot. We'll dive into that. There's we'll some the there's plot. some breakfast that ends up in people's clothes. There's some um, you know, um, some goofs along the way. Yeah, I feel like uh, those of you who are like diehard Family Stone fans are like, you're missing so much. Brandanowitz yeah. from Parks and Rec is in it. Yeah, he fought. You know, lot, there's a quite a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, there's a there are yeah Paul Schneider plays Brad Stevenson. But I he, did read a review on Vulture, and someone was like, "This was my favorite kitchen I've ever seen Diane Keaton in." <laughs> a lot of the kitchens in movies are pretty unrealistic, but this one feels really warm. I'm like, that's, um, that's a great review. I the kitchen and something's got to give was also pretty nice. The, the in kitchen in Annie Hall is, is a great normal kitchen. Great. Yeah. Let's just hear it. Top best kitchens in movies. What are they? Okay. I, you don't. The kitchen in Annie Hall is the worst kitchen to lose lobsters in. I can't even play, like remember what the, the Annie Hall kitchen looks like. Um, this is what Sarah Jessica Parker the whole time in that movie. She just all she wanted to do is one thing without being judged. And they would not let her do it. Sarah Jessica Parker is just like, hey, listen. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> so, um, so you got to play the part where he just goes, <laughs> and then the entire Stone family goes, God damn. <laughs> I think like I, I, we, sh- we had Katie on the past few. We wish we could have her here tonight. Yeah. I would love to know why she, what she loves about this movie because it's really good in certain ways, but it, it it's interesting. Why do you guys think it has a cult this was, following around it? This was I, my question for the two of you because when I told I have people, an idea. well, okay, when I told people I was watching it, multiple people, even a friend of ours who is he's like a 
he's an he he has a master's of screenwriting. He has like impeccable taste in film. I told him we were watching it, expecting that he would be like. Oh, yeah, whatever. And he just goes, oh, I like that movie. Yeah. There's so many, like, across the board, most people are like, great movie. Like, a lot of people just like it. I think Another I, one of our friends who has the name of an old country singer and a body like a tank engine full of mashed potatoes sure. said this was one of his favorite movies, too. He's a Harley riding, you know, mashed potato eating, lover of Family Stone. Wow. I, I, have, I have a theory as to why. It has all of the makeup of a, all of the makeup of hijinks and ha 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 of like um of like a christmas uh what's it called christmas vacation like mm-hmm. chevy chase or like one of those like just like wacky like Mwah! home alone type things except with all of the uh what's the word for not it's not not cheesy but it's very it's like very melodramatic yeah and it's like melodrama is something that everyone gets on board with because it's like you get to really like stretch out and like pull on heartstrings in a way that is not and so it is a very dramatic movie and Mm -hmm. almost to the point of i told this to you guys but it's like you can kind of tell like it's 2005 we're probably at the height of like the war in iraq and stuff Mm -hmm. like i feel like it was like a very intense time and i feel like there was a spirit of it that was probably of this movie that's like this is like people like good people i don't know there's something to it that i bet people really got on board with at the time yeah totally um with the so i don't know that's also like a strong family together that's like they're all a little different but like the thing the thread that goes through the whole thing is they're all family yeah and in no matter what and like emmett Dermot Mulroney's character, he's like able to just be like, you know, I really expected more out of you guys. Yeah. Like it's all that they're like, we will be a family and pull through this together. Yeah. And yeah, that's it, a lot of people's favorite scene is is there's a scene where Sarah Jessica Parker is making everyone breakfast and then the door opens and she spills breakfast. She spills the breakfast all of herself on the floor. She slips on it and she looks at Diane Keaton, who's who's been mean to her pretty much the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, like, what's so great about you guys? I, I mm-hmm. forgot the exact line. She's kind of frustrated and like, why do I even want to be part of this family? And Diane's like, well, we've all we are all we've got. Yeah, and like that's that the the, the family love, man. I could I could imagine I showing this movie to my mom, and her just being like, "Um, I had breast cancer, and I wasn't a bitch to everyone yeah. that walked in the family." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I want to like talk about real quick, is because like even when I walked up and you guys were watching it, you were like, "Great movie, huh?" Yeah, and um, and I think that's part. You're you're generally a pretty blanket positive person. Yeah. until you get critical about things, and then and, and what then I mean it by all is, goes off the rails. But I've seen bad movies with you, and you've been like, "That was good." Yeah, and then three weeks later, you're like, "Uh, let's talk about that." Yeah, um, your so, your favorite Game of Thrones season was the last one. No, you're just, sure. you love the ending of Lost. <laughs> you just it's true, <laughs> but I do feel like generally everyone was like, like after I watched it, uh, and here's the thing. Blanket statement for anything we ever talk about. Lay it down. Put on that DJ music again. Here it goes. No, here's the thing. It's hard to make anything. It's hard to make a movie. It's hard to make a TV show. It is a... And also, I don't know if they really make movies like this anymore. Yeah. It's either either like indie dramas or it's big superhero movies. This is like one of those like big budget movies that a family's going to see at Christmas. Yeah. And it's hard to pull one of those off successfully. You yeah. see Daddy's Home too, though? Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell a couple years ago? No, I didn't see that. You should. 
It's a great movie. Very anyway. Wait, Daddy's Home 2? It's the sequel? Yeah, yeah. I saw it before I saw the first one. Great movie. For, for those of you <laughs> listen, that. check out Daddy's Home 2. Dose. Ding but, dong. But no, after I watched it, I was like, and and at, since we read that Vulture article and we talked about it, I felt a little better that I was like, dude, before she walks in the door, this family. They're is, so nasty. They're so mean. And they like talk about her through clearing thing. I mean, I get it that Rachel McAdams is supposed to be the kind of like angry sister. Do you notice when she gets out of her car at the beginning when they're introducing all the characters, she just has a tote bag that just says NPR on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like drops her stuff in the snow and is like, Hurf. but she's supposed to be the like young liberal, like cynical sister. But they, I'm glad that we're talking about it. Cause I was like, these people are, what do you mean? These people, do you know what's great about it they're, now? Now it's like, finally there's been a movie about that family. That's not written by like, like a super uppity white liberal dude. The the sequel to this family is just Get Out. Yeah, it's exactly. just the Get it's Out true. family. That's you're just like absolutely. I voted for Obama twice. Yeah, you're and totally it's just right. like yeah. Um, but no. I, I I agree with you. Except I would say like the thing that I find interesting about the movie is like anything that gains like tons of fans. Same with Sex and City. It's like it's like what are people drawn to? And I do think that like Christmas movies now are a, an industry. Like they just like pump them out. And yeah. e even in um, Holiday in the Wild, like it seems like that movie was not initially a Christmas movie and yeah. Netflix directed them to be like, do it in the holiday because people, people will watch it. Will watch it. And so I do think there's like, it's pretty rare to watch a Christmas movie with that many unlikable characters and that much like, that mean, that much like teeth of being like, Whole, and like cancer. And so I do feel like it is dealing with more intense stuff than because rewatching it, the family is very unlikable. And some of the situations are like, don't hold up in a great way. But I'm like, ah, it's kind of better than it's people, I think, enjoy it because it's not just completely brainless. It's like, what is going on? Like this family is going do through you some think shit. There's also a lot of people that can relate to Sarah Jessica Parker's like experience yeah i know we we look at that family and we're like man they were just like they were just catty from the get-go but i think that might be a lot of people's life experience is they show up to meet in-laws to meet like uh families of partners and it's just like awkward and cold and harsh and we got to get jordan peele on the podcast and see if he's like i saw family stone and i was like i want to write a movie i knew <laughs> That's working. I want to. Yeah, I, I totally think that. Like, I, I think, I mean, luckily, my in laws are the nicest human beings of all time, but, but I, I, I hear people who. That is so crazy. What? No one could see that weird wink you just Oh, shut said. up. <laughs> and, uh, that, but there's people who, who I've, I've heard horror stories just this week about people who go home to visit relatives or, or of significance, and it's just like a really hard experience. You know, I, Have you guys ever had that? I, well, I went home, the girl I was engaged to, we went home for Christmas with her one year and her, her, both her parents, well, for her dad tried to convince me to not be an actor at over the Christmas table because he said that like soon, like he, he, wanted, you to, he wanted you to go into mocap. No, wanted you to be a motion capture act. Do you know that? Do you know the story? No, I don't. Dude, he was just looking out for you, man. He literally <laughs> was true. convincing me not to do it. Not because like, he's like, I, I believe you're talented and everything. It's just that computers are going to do all of that. Oh, you have told yeah, me Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but even if that, they'll have like voiceover people. If all of it would be animated, I don't know what. And he's like, no, no, no. You've seen Avatar. 
They're not going to need actors. And he I was, was like, on those the, were all actors. He's like, yeah, but if they're doing that now, what are they going to be doing? In he was years? on the automation jump before Andrew Yang. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Completely. And then, um, and then I had to go to a tea party. Her mom is the head of the Orange County Republican Women's Association oh. and, uh, and spoke at it. And, uh, a literal tea party? Like, like a t- actually like, no, I'm serious. Like, was it like a high tea where they drank tea or was it like a tea party rally? Thing? It was like a tea party rally. That I thought it was I like thought- you guys all dressed like Mr. T and just said, you pity the fools. <laughs> and we're like, well, let's party. <laughs> no, but I it- thought it was like a women's tea full of Republican women, which would kind of, no, it was, it, w- it was like, a. it and was like, if that's the case, then why are you there? Huh? I, I I told her I had to come, but I actually I made fun of them a lot because they're they're like mega. I made fun of them a lot, but I got along with both of them, even though I was like your your family is like it was a pretty wild family. But well, I think it's it's okay to have like it's okay for your spouses or, or your partner's family to be different. But I'm talking about those families me. that are just like I straight you. up cruel. Yep. Like totally. you are making my son or daughter's life worse yeah, by I've, being in it. I've never had that. And but I that, feel like that, that was that, that well, that existed in this movie from the get-go. At the beginning, they're all it's one thing to stand around and like watch them come in through the window, but they're like actively like waiting for her yeah. when she comes in, like to like yeah. pounce on her. I would say the sequel to this movie, like what you said when we were watching it, would be Meet the Parents. <sighs> I was well, meet the parents is before this. Wait, what? It had to be because this 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 movie is meet the parents, but serious. I'll go. Yeah. To, I'll go to the dates because I remember when I initially meet the parents is like two thousand. I, I I I have no idea. I, meet the parents late. is two thousand. What? <laughs> meet the parents fast. Do I have nipples, Greg? Can you milk me? <laughs> meet the parents. Was a fucking game changer. So, so this is they this just, is serious. Meet the parents. Serious. Meet the parents. Yeah. With with a little Christmas cheer thrown in, a little eggnog. And they, uh, yeah. But but the thing is, it meet the parents. The humor, like the cruelty, ages better because it's humor. It's ridiculous. It's like yes. I'm going to hook you up to a lie detector. Not I'm going to make fun of your vocal tick. Yeah. And then the, uh, there was one thing though that okay, so no one knew Diane Keaton was sick. No, he, they. But then so I was like, maybe that's why she. That's why is she's so on edge. Yeah. But why does the rest of the family suck sometimes? Well, in some of the review, in some of the things, people say like. They but it, say she's like a conservative businesswoman, but they don't say that. I mean, no. she does make let, let's she does do some things that are not ideal. Yeah. The yeah, conversation at the true. table when they're talking about their gay son. Well, that is like, further into the movie, and that's so awkward. She 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 digs herself in a little hole she and does. then doesn't she says and she wouldn't want she wouldn't want to have a gay son. Well, she said that she wouldn't want it. She keeps trying to justify it, saying, like, why would because they she brings it up and then they say that Diane Keaton, they're like, Oh, mom always asked all of us if we were gay when we were kids. And she was wanted like, oh, us I wanted gay. mom wanted us to be gay. Mm. And they I they I think they kind of make a thing where it's like she wanted us, you know, to like kind of protect us from women or something, mm-hmm. but like stay at home longer. Yeah, stay at home longer. And then um SJP is like why would you want that for a child? And then tries to ju- tries to dig herself out of the hole, being like, "It's j- it would just be harder for right. a kid." Yeah, but yeah, it just yeah. keeps getting worse and worse and yeah. worse and worse. So, yeah. And then she, I mean, the the nail in the coffin was like, uh, "You should just want your kid to be normal." Yeah. And that's when I think Craig T. Nelson does the windmill slam on the table. Yep. Enough. Which he got a lot of that from Coach when he had to like rail yeah. a football team all totally. the time. Totally. Um, 
So, so, so she does do things that are a little like uncomfortable, like that. Like that was not also the best at charades. For her. It says what the it, bu- it, the Brad were black, and they say it, so. Is she actually pointing at him? That's the implication. Or, she points to the black guy to be I like you're black. I didn't know if she was pointing her, to her the finger. Kind of looked like uh, this top of the Sistine Chapel, yep. where like you know the, you the have, school of Athens. Yeah, you have oh, Adams, thought, oh, the finger of God. You kind of have his limp finger that's yeah. kind of pointing, but not really. And I couldn't uh, tell if that was Rachel McAdams setting her up, but then I think it's implied that she was doing it. And then also when she when she takes the room... That's just one of those things that, for the most part, the black people I've played charades with w- would be down for that. They'd be like, we're trying to win. Like, it's it's Craig T. Nelson that comes in and is just like, ah, that's not... A, like, I, I, I don't... That one didn't quite play for me. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I don't know if that. I feel like they got upset on behalf, like they got uncomfortable on behalf of their their racism law. is okay in charades as long as you're gonna win. <laughs> we, I think we can all agree on that. Thanks, thank you, wow. thank you. Pregnant pause. Uh, but we were saying she did do some uncomfortable stuff. The thing when they when she when she gave up her room. She gets that phone call. And she's like, it's my sister. And then waits and like insinuates they both need to leave the room mm-hmm. and like doesn't ask. Yeah. Like she, she's an awkward wound up woman. And a lot yeah. of people are saying like in the comments that I read that she's just incredibly nervous. Yeah. Like I think anytime you go and, and meet. And she says that. And bad at charades. Like, she, she need, you need to learn. <laughs> like when you meet a family that has five kids in it, that's like. There's a lot happening. Oh, there. dude. And, like, and, and everyone has very developed personalities. Person, and you probably like are used to fighting for the attention yeah. and all like. So like, I think no matter what, even if it's an incredibly kind family with five siblings versus I would be just as nervous because I'd be you like, there's going to be so many people. There's yeah. going to be a lot of uh, like, that's just a nerve wracking situation. Um, there was. Okay. Here's a question. When they get there, she does she say that she doesn't want to stay in the room with him? Is that her choice? Yes. Yeah. That's her choice. Yeah. They all want her, even the little girl. Well, yeah. The little little kids like, why aren't you going to stay together? Isn't he your friend? And she, she feels uncomfortable. She feels uncomfortable. She's kind of prudish about it. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been in a situation where you've gone home with someone for a holiday and they have made you stay there. That was not the expectation. They were like, you're going to stay in separate rooms. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's, that, that's how my family operates. That's how my family yeah. operates. And even, I, girl, even girls, when we're married, we still have to stay in separate rooms <laughs> as, as you should, as you should all the men, it's like Midsommar, all the yeah. men sleep in one room. Yes. Yeah. Or no, all the people of different ages sleep in one room. Correct. No, but when I, yeah, when I've gone home with significant others, they've been like, yeah, stay in separate. And you know, I'm totally fine. Like I don't really care one way or another. I don't like, I have no problem with that, but I completely respect like my house, my rules situation. Yeah, me too. And if like, if I were to ever be go home and someone's parent was like, no, this is how it is. I think you'd be very petty to like make I agree. an argument and be like, no, we are this, we need this. Like yeah. if you're in, if you're going into someone's home, you follow, you should follow the rules as long as they're not, you know, ridiculous. And to be clear, when I've stayed in separate rooms, what I mean is I've stayed in the parents' room in between them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've always slept in between the yes. parents. And your girlfriend has been alone in the basement on yes. an air mattress. But like I, I think yeah. Everett, who is Sarah Jessica Parker's chained boyfriend. To a, chained to a radiator. <laughs> yeah. 
Dressed like the gimp. <laughs> Dressed like the gimp. <laughs> Bring out the gimp! That's, that's the holidays for me. Yeah. And, and you know what? We respect to my family, my rules. My house, my rules yeah. type my situation. Rules. Listen, that's what it is when you go home. Your parents like, get on the radiator. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Never, ne- none of my girlfriends have ever made it past a Christmas trip. I don't get really weird. what the problem is. I don't understand yeah. why. In the Cavan family, they just all dress up like the gimp and tag each other. And it's a really... Oh my God. <laughs> it's 100% a hell. Uh, oh, it's a holly jolly Christmas. Uh, every time. All right, so Dermot Mulrooney, <laughs> who totally looks like he would have been a boyfriend on Sex and the City. Yeah. Easily. You yeah. know, he, you he, know, he was offered yeah. five roles and he had to turn them down. And totally. he's like, I got to get stoned with this girl. Yeah. Family stoned. Um, so what was I saying? I was going to say something and that completely slipped my mind. I don't know. I forgot. Uh, we Claire Danes is great. Claire, she was great. Claire Danes is, is like a ray of light in the entire movie. Broke down palace. But I do think, it. I do think the family gave her the benefit of the doubt too quickly. She is like, that is so much of an easier position to be in to be the sister of the girlfriend than to be the girlfriend. The girlfriend, like rightfully so, Sarah Jessica, Park, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker's character should be nervous. She's going in. She's meeting a lot of people. She needs to impress them. She needs to put her best, fat, best foot forward. The sister can just come in and be like, this is who I am. If you guys don't like me, there's no consequences. Yeah. So that's like a super, uh, that was yeah. super unfair. And they they accepted her way faster than than they should have. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if if... If this is a nuanced movie or because I there if it's bad or if it's nuanced, because there's some real interesting things going on on the internets that I found. One well, okay, go ahead. Well, one just says this that it where is it? It says uh let's see, Everett blah. That's the first one. Oh. Uh the Family Stone is the most deliciously hateable movies. Of all time, this allegedly heartwarming drama is in fact an unintentional lesson of horrific screenwriting and character building. The stones are f- uh, framed as freewheeling, liberal, and progressive when they're in fact emotionally abusive, judgmental, and hypocritical. Meanwhile, our supposed antagonist, Meredith, is meant to be viewed as uptight, conservative, no fun, and mean when she's actually shy and secure, normal woman who's victim of the stones' cruelty and passive aggression. Later, aggressive aggression. Let's air our grievances with... This unappetizing crap casserole of a movie. Share insights old and new. So what I find that person, but they, but if it's deliciously hateable, it means there's something delicious about it. And that's the crap casserole. And that, and guess what? I'm not turning away a casserole. No way. But my, this would be my fundamental question with, with it. Is it nuanced and interesting that's like for some reason the family just they just rub her the wrong way which is realistic and then they like the sister or so is that nuanced or is it like you didn't explain that well enough it's poor screenwriting because i feel like i could go either way that it's like it is just this kind of odd mystery that it's like they have their reasons she does the charades move she does the the table move about not wanting to have gay kids or that but is there enough there that it's bad. Well, there needs to be more of an explanation or is it like, Oh, that's what makes it interesting that you're trying to figure out this family. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's from the, from the beginning, I feel like the cruelty of the family comes out Mm -hmm. before she, Oh yeah. And I think, does it, does he ask for the ring before the whole, uh, before the, why would you make a, why would you want a kid to be gay discussion? I believe he does. And she says, I'm not going to give him, I'm not going to give him the ring. I don't know. I don't remember the order of that. I think so. Um, 
And he's like, you told me when I was dating this one girl and you would give me this ring. Yeah. And she's like, that girl was amazing. And she's like, I'm not going to give it to you. But I can't, I'll, I'll say one thing that wasn't nuanced. Anytime someone sees someone they're attracted to in this movie, nuance goes out the window because they just stare at the person and they <laughs> meet them in the first 30 seconds and don't say a word. This is the other thing. Did I mean I I understand getting blackout, but she she wakes up in in Luke uh, Luke Wilson's bed, and then she tells the family she's like I slept with your brother, and then he's like we didn't sleep together. <laughs> Do your own Wilson. You, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a Luke. What would a wow. Luke Wilson be more like? Wow. I. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Meredith. Meredith. Meredith, I think you're great. Hey, Meredith. Hey, Meredith, you gotta, Meredith, you have a freak flag and you gotta let it fly. That's good. That's, That's good. solid. Meredith. Mer Meredith, Meredith, you have a freak flag and you gotta let it fly. Mine's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Meredith, you Meredith. have a freak flag and you, yeah. Meredith, Meredith you, freak you, flag. you got a freak flag and you gotta let it fly. Yeah. Meredith. Um, yeah, they. Uh, Where are they from? Like Texas, hey, upstate uh, New York, uh, Connecticut. No, it's, it's uh, Massachusetts. No, no, the Wilson brothers. Oh, they're from they're, Texas. They're Wilson from Texas. brothers from Texas. Yeah, because they grew up with. Uh, with uh, they grew up with uh, Anderson. Wes yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Hey, are we gonna make this movie about the Law and Wranglers with my brother Owen? <laughs> Dude, I'm, that's one of my faves. So, so go rocket. watch Bottle Rocket. Yeah, go watch right Bottle Rocket. So, um, I guess. Uh, okay, so she wakes up, then she's like, "I slept, and I slept with your brother," and he's like, "I didn't sleep with you." Um, and it's <laughs> like, like it's how so for her to not even wake up with a head, like how blackout do you have to be to like literally just wake up in a bed, be like, Oh, I hundred percent fucked that dude. Yeah. S had sexual relations. Sorry. I'm trying to swear less on this podcast. Really? Why? Um, I don't know. Sandy I just think Seaver. you sound fucking stupid whenever you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's just like, I want to be fucking smart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, that was one of those things. I was like, I don't totally buy it that she would. The, I don't know. I guess I even even when I've been super drunk, I, I know I would remember that if I had sex with with uh, Luke Wilson, I would remember that. <laughs> would you did you buy that? I, I guess I didn't. I don't give details like that. A ton of thought in movies. Like I, some people get so caught up in those small moments. I guess I just knew it was coming that when she wakes up. And when she wakes up, I'm like, see, I, I don't think I, I don't think I consume media in a super critical lens. I usually wait get critical. You mean when you were just playing World of Warcraft. Watching no, I'm the movie talking like this, legal is a, documents. this is a problem. Also, like when I like read a book or something like that, uh -huh. I, I usually criticize it afterwards. But when I'm in the middle of it, I always make the analogy that I'm just like in a lazy river floating like tube and mm -hmm. I'm just like going wherever the river takes me. It's yeah. like if, if they want me to think that she had sex with. Luke, Luke Wilson, I'll totally buy it. If yeah. they want me to think, I'll, I'll totally buy it. I'll get surprised by everything. I would have loved if after the credits, after the credits, there's like a wow. Marvel. Wow. Ooh, mine was pretty good there too. Pretty good. Wow. Okay, wow. so there's like a thing at the end and then they show that like Luke Wilson comes in like high fives her and that actually he just like saved her ass. He's like, just kidding. And he totally did. Like, they totally did, did have sex, but he didn't want his brother to find out and get all pissed. So, <laughs> uh, and that's, then they do, like, they, they have kids that next year, and they just do the math, and they figure out. <laughs> Wait a second. So, wow. nine months. 
Um, yeah. Also, the the whole the wife swap thing at the end is like a little more twisted. Like, I that was the, yeah. I guess like some of my problems are that I'm like, would that just be okay? Cool. And would she just be chilled out now in front of this family? I know. I know. Cause yeah, they, that's the thing that got me is like all of a sudden she becomes a likable character just because she's with like the sweatpant wearing slob. Yeah. Well, and then she also likes them after, you know, I don't know. Uh, are there any stoners out there that are mad at us right now? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Stoners. Oh, I love that. They Listen, get, I might be a stoner. I I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it too. I will. I, this, I will. I will. No, I'm not going to try to watch it with Katie's group because they're a little bit too elite, but I will play World of Warcraft and watch it again. But it it it, it has some of the best. I I, I think like it has fans because of the same reason why we see why you liked it. And then it also has the it's like an interesting piece of art out there because it's like there's some people that despise that movie just like that thing but there's still people talking about my it. my question is th those stoners out there yeah will they like plant uh, will they plant a flag and die by it swearing that it is a great movie or just that they really like it they weren't they wouldn't in the beginning of the film but after they talk to luke wilson they will fly that flag <laughs> yeah like uh, i think i'm not sure i might just be speaking for the stoners that i know but I feel like most stoners are just like, it's not the best movie. Yeah, I like think it's, I, it's not, it's by all, by all and if it, like checks and balances, intents and purposes is not a great movie, but I just really like it. And I, it reminds me of the holidays and it makes me feel emotions and I can eat caviar and, and drink champagne with my friends and watch it. And it's I, great. I think that I agree. Which with I, that if that's the case, I am super on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally on board. I would love to hear someone be like it's actually a perfect movie and here's why yeah there's a lot of um oh my god <laughs> there's a lot of people just on this this blog that i found just tearing it apart oh Whenever, you mean people on internet are being trolls and making fun of something no listen to this i'm glad diane keaton's character died at the end of that movie that's how bad she was <laughs> oh my gosh come on um, yeah i think um is that my question for that person who wrote that comment is do they think they are a good person because they're writing that comment? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Diane Keaton is so horrible. I'm glad she died. Does that make you a, a good? I don't know. Did you guys think it trolls? was, do you guys think it was this like show me the family dynamic? Do you think it was a little intense when Diane Keaton just at breakfast was like, Oh, that guy, he popped her cherry. Yeah. That was a little weird. I was like, it was a little weird. A mom just like bringing that out. But then yeah. I guess that was like the family culture. Yeah, I think, yeah, I th there's some of that, like what Kevin was saying, like they were showing how hip and cool a mom could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like not like not all your parents are Bush supporting war fanatics. Like there's some moms who are cool talking about pot and popping cherries. Yeah. And, and they're yeah, that's and just fun. one of those things that it's like, it's not a thing people say anymore. So it's like even the mom trying to be edgy. It's like, oh, so weird. I know. It's like, don't say that. Oh, yeah. Don't say that anymore. You say, <laughs> what do we say? I don't know. You say, go ahead. I, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. If you were a mom and you were, and you were talking about that, how would you bring it up? All I would say is oh. I would like throw some ska on. We're going to listen to the cherry popping daddies. <laughs> nice. I would just, I would, what are the characters names again? It's uh, which one? Uh, Sarah uh, Jessica Parker's Amy Stone. Mary. And then what, who's that guy that, uh, Brad. She'd be like, oh, that's Brad, the guy that raw dogged Amy. 
Dad? No, what? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. He raw dogged her. Where's the coffee? Here's one. Meredith has no idea. None. That it might be offensive to ask two gay men whether they're scared they might have a gay child. No idea. For me? Yeah. I yeah, think they, she had a pretty big idea. She got all nervous. Like just, that that scene was cringy, A, because she was cringy, but B, her her like her boyfriend needs to be the one that shuts that down. Yeah. You don't let it go to the top dog. You don't let Craig T. Nelson slam the gavel like that. Yeah, I know. And he like, didn't the boyfriend, like he he abandoned her in that yeah, situation. He was like he was actually pretty pretty gnarly to her too. Yeah. He should have slept on the couch so she could have his room. One hundred percent. Or an air mattress or the floor. He should have shut that conversation down. Yeah. You know what? I'm just anti Everett. Yeah, I am too. And you know what's also weird? In the very first scene of the movie, when he's when she's like on her phone, he yeah. like shuts her phone and he takes her Blackberry and just doesn't look at her and then he looks at the clerk and goes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> like there is I'm sure that there's probably something where he's like, Babe, I told you. Yeah. I just want you to relax. But he's he's got this kind of also they they All make, he does is side smile, and that's why Kevin likes him. Time. It's just so ridiculous. It's so weird that you hey. like Hey. You guys can't see it, but Kevin's side smiling. Oh, they can, they can see it. They can feel it. Hey. You guys want to hear some trivia from this movie? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't know if this is true or not. but Dude, this, this this blog is insane. Really? Man. There's, there's just such strong... I mean... I'll read a trivia ooh, fact. I, I'll read a trivia fact, then you read a blog review. Okay. okay. Uh, Luke Wilson chipped a tooth while filming the movie and asked Diane Keaton to re- recommend a dentist. Keaton decided to play a joke on him, and when he called the number she had given him, it was actually the number to a psychologist. Wow. wow. <laughs> hey, uh, Diane. Wow. I can't be a freak with a chipped tooth. <laughs> um, that, but I can, talk good... ab- I can talk about my freak flag with this psychologist, though. Um, I hate... That Meredith didn't get the last word and tell off those assholes. This also goes for Greg and meet the parents. Oh. Nope. She just gets to be their butt monkey from beginning to end. Butt monkey. What the Stones deserved was a verbal smackdown similar to the one Schroeder gives the Peanuts gang and be my Valentine Charlie Brown. (laughs) It's so specific. Dude, that is is insane. Dude. Dude. Schroeder? Schroeder, Schroeder just comes out and fucking rips. I don't, whole, know, I don't know that reference. The whole Peanuts gang. Oh, yeah. Oh, Here yeah. I know this one. This is two minutes long. We can't do this. No. Send me one. To okay, whatever. We tried. All right, yeah. guys. Just go it's watch It's just Peanuts so funny Christmas how Carol. specific that was. It was like, you know what she should have done? And then this reference from 1956 Valentine's Holiday Special. Everyone's like, oh, shit. That? <laughs> Dude, we only bring that out every 60 years whenever Schroeder right after Schroeder does that, you know, it just pops up after the whole Peanuts gang is just like mouths wide open like they're singing a fucking Christmas carol. Wow. (laughs) Whoa. He just stops in the middle of it and just goes. Listen to this. This is going to change everything. Billy Crudup and Johnny Knoxville were expected to play the roles of Everett and Ben Stone before dropping out. That part later went to Luke Wilson. Aaron Eckhart was first cast in the role of Everett, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. So Side Smile was like the third choice. Dang, that would have been Johnny Knoxville? No, that would have been Billy Crudup. Oh, Johnny Knoxville is Luke Wilson's character? Yeah, Johnny Knoxville is Luke Wilson's character. I couldn't see Johnny Knoxville playing the role of Everett. Yeah. 
Are you guys like ready? rolling off the roof and stuff? Yeah. Are you guys ready to? Oh, oh, here's one thing. I one major issue with this movie, and I know I just gave you the whole analogy about being a lazy river. How come she has no idea how to drive a car? <laughs> she she like leaves the house all pissed off and then just like runs into the garage, Move. backs to a tree. It's like really like you don't know how to just like i know even if you're in emotionally heightened state yeah you still like you just don't forget how to drive a car correctly well, that's why it would have been really funny that's what's good about like meet the parents or like even like elf or like movies that are like a little able to go a little over the top because in that um it would have been hilarious that they walked out it's like what happened she's like i've never driven a car yeah yeah yeah. like but instead it's like you know that was a little ridiculous are you ready let's let's get another fact wait did you guys notice this hold on here's another trivia this i i didn't notice this but this seems like you would get it. you realize that at the end of the movie when he marries claire danes she got the family stone she's wearing the giant ring. oh she's wearing the ring see that's another thing that i'm like i feel like luke wilson I think he is just getting Sarah Jessica Parker super stoned so that she's just like not. <laughs> That's what the movie's about. Family stone. Family <laughs> all right, stone. ready? Ready? Yeah. <laughs> They're the family stone, all right. Their hearts are flint and their heads are granite. Roasted! Dang. That's almost up there with that Schroederness. Damn. Dude. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, we gotta do we gotta do what we what we normally do. Let's do the stone rating. Let's do a stone rating. How many stones? One to five stones. I give it. I'm I'm giving it an opal. Okay. When how many stones is that? We're not doing amount of Got stones. It. We're doing I give it an opal because that is my birthday uh, month stone. Okay. And if an opal were like a one to five, where would it? I would give it one opal. How what is opal? five? Citizen Kane. Yes. And one is going uh, overboard with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I would give this movie. 2.25 opals. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this, uh, let's see. Well, I don't know what my birthstone is. I'm going to give it. Um, what year were you? What, uh, what month? September. I don't know. I don't the know. only one I do know is July. And just in case you were born in July, I would, I would tell you. But I knew you were born in September. Let's just say Ruby. I'm going to do Ruby. We'll see if that fits. Uh, yeah, five is some of the greatest movies of all time. Um, it's weird. Cause I, I didn't really love it, but the, the holiday thing, I get that people want to watch movies like this at the holidays. Would you watch it again? No. Okay. But I wouldn't watch. There's only a few movies that I watch multiple times. Uh, I'm going to give it to two rubies, two, two Ruby, two rupees from legend. Zelda. Of Zelda. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to give it 2.5 jades. Okay. Um, I think it was fine. I would watch that movie again. Uh, yeah, wasn't my favorite movie. Wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Granted, I was playing World of Warcraft the entire time the movie was on, but uh, I would do that exact same experience again. You I know what it made me want to do. I it, don't want them hour forty three minutes back. It made me want to yeah, watch. Dying, I'm glad I saw it. It makes me want to watch Diane Keenan in something more likable. So maybe we should do First Wives Club because Sarah Jessica Parker's in that with Fine. Diane. You Keenan. just know the kitchen's not going to be as nice though. It won't be. That's the nicest kitchen she's ever been in. <laughs> that kitchen is so fucking good. Um, oh, well, that spill a souffle in it. A strata. A strata. A strata. All right. 
Thanks for listening, y'all. Guys, thanks for listening. Have, have a happy your, holidays. Have yourselves a happy holiday. Do you think yeah. we're going to get in trouble from people that like this movie, or do you feel like... No, I don't think... I, like, you know, but that's why I want to I I talk to people who... Yeah. Stoners. I want to I talk to stoners that like defend it being like, here is an outline why it's actually a great movie. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think people that like watch a movie are probably like it has its flaws, but it's fine. It's we've given to me. Sex in the City episodes lower ratings than that. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm I, you know when we go back, like you said, you don't want that. I'm glad I saw it. I don't. Yeah, I'm very I, pleased. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I watched. If it was on in the if it was on when I'm home for the holidays, I'd be happy it was there. It'd be a, it'd be it gives me a good feeling about the holidays being here. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I saw it. I'll cool. get I'll get you Family Stone. I'll get you Family Stone by a two p.m. <laughs> Kevin, I would love a family stone. If you proposed to me this Christmas, I would be so happy. You know what we want for Christmas? Hmm. We want, we look at the numbers. We know how many listeners we have, and it is not reflected in our iTunes review and rating score. That's right. We are at 255. What would, what would our hearts do? They would grow so many sizes if we oh. got that to 300 by the end mm-hmm. of the year. If you haven't done that, our Christmas gift, we would love a review and a rating. You can say anything you want about us. We just need you to give us five Cosmos. That helps more people hear about us. You can say us. anything you want. You just have to give us a good review. Yeah. No, there's like, <laughs> there's like this five-star review, and then you can say the worst things yeah. in what you write. No, there's this restaurant called, this Sandra restaurant that get, has all kinds of five-star reviews in New York, and then they're like, this is the worst service ever. Why are they never open? They're so mean, but their sandwiches are incredible. Five oh, that's stars. Amazing. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. All right. We love you, stoners. <clears throat> Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. <clears throat> yep, that was it. <clears throat> I hope you enjoy it. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I ended up with you, though. <laughs> wow. I'm not your sister. Let's get out of here. That girl popped my cherry. Bye, guys. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.